get ready for the worst first week of school ever. No sooner has beautiful young Aki stepped on campus than she's pressed into service, replacing a girl beat up by the swim team's overzealous male instructor. Next, a psychoscientist sent in to inoculate the luscious young student bodies against a new virus makes a little error in judgment, resulting in a not-so-little flesh-eating zombie problem. Now, with most of the school and all of the teachers running amok, eating each other, having rabid sex, and juggling, it's up to Aki and her newfound allies on the girls' swim team to send these monsters to the shower scenes. There's blood, gore, and hot girls galore in this gorehouse pulp extravaganza Asian cult cinema says gives Evil Dead, Dead Alive, and Zombie a serious run for their money. Attack Girls Swim Team versus the Undead. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the B-Movie Bros. We review low-budget films as critically as we can. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So welcome to week three of Asian Culture Month. For the entire month, we've been reviewing low-budget, obscure movies from Asia. So we can kind of get a glimpse of how our friends in the Far East make their B-movies. This week, we're reviewing the 2007 Japanese movie Attack Girl Swim Team versus The Undead. What you heard at the beginning was the back of the box, of course. So let's just jump into our technical difficulties. Our uh, top three and bottom three of this movie. Paul, what do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with the top three. For number three, I'm going to go with the fact that there was a lot of gratuitous violence and nudity. A lot of just, for no reason, girls taking their clothes off. Um, not a bad thing. And there's there were just scenes of people just, like, getting hacked into pieces. Like, it was obviously cheap makeup, like, cheap costumes, but it was still awesome. Like, they, they didn't bitch around. Like, they just had, like, teachers killing students and, like, people getting torn apart, like, left and right. It was kind of cool. For number two, there was just a ton of shit going on in this movie. There was twist after twist. You really never knew what what direction the movie was going to go in. And for number one, the infected victims. Well, the students were all zombies, but the adults had some kind of different reaction to it or different strand. They never really made made that clear. Well, they, they did. They gave them a different inoculation, quote-unquote. Oh, yeah. Because the students got a green one, and the teachers got a yellow one. Yeah, so the adults kind of, um, they became these insane murderers who just started rambling incoherent stuff, like the math teacher. He's constantly talking about apples and bananas. He's, like, obsessed with his math problem. And then he's, like, talking about it as he's, like, hacking students to death. That was, that was the best part of the movie for me. I mean, the gratuitous violence and nudity was awesome, but, you know, Apple guy just made the movie for me. For me, the top three were, uh, number three, this movie actually was able to creep me out a little bit, and it's hard for a movie to do that, and it's mainly due to, uh, one little word that begins with I, and ends with incest. We'll get more into that later. So, so we'll get into that in a, pretty soon here. Um, number two, boobs, a generous helping. They really do lay it on, lay it out, let them out. It's fun. It's good. And then number one, I have to say, is the gratuitous, over-the-top gore. Even though it's inconsistent, you know, especially the final battle, you know, when you've got the teachers hacking up the kids, you've got body parts flying, you've got blood spurting around. You know, sometimes, you know, when somebody else gets killed, like there's just like a little bit of blood, and it's not the same caliber as the teacher massacring 
students' blood and guts are. But it uh, it satisfies very well. You wanted to do the top three first, so let's get into the bottom three. All what, right. What's your bottom three, Paul? For a good portion of the beginning of this movie, I thought I was watching a porn. Just the style of it, the lighting, the cheap um, everything. It felt like I was watching uh, some kind of low-budget porn. For number two, after a while, I realized I actually was not watching a porn. And for number one, when this movie was over, I really wasn't quite sure if I had just watched a porn or not. Softcore, of course, but it leaves questions. Number three, the swim team only fights one teacher who's not exactly a zombie. So I wouldn't even say that the swim team fights the undead. So the title is very misleading. Yeah, for a lot of the students, they just kind of push them out of the way, and the teacher actually, like, beats most of the girls. Number two, where you said you loved the twists and the turns and the randomness of the dialogue and the acting, I I did not. I I thought it was cheap. I thought they didn't have enough ideas to actually fit into something, so they just took whatever came to mind and were like, oh, we'll just put this in here. It doesn't matter if it makes sense. And to me, that's just a cop-out. And then number one... The six-and-a-half-minute seduction and sex scene, which just drew on for way too long. For this movie to not be a porn, and to have that scene in it just didn't fit, and detracted from everything else around it. So, Corey, anything else we need to talk about with this movie? I I think there's a few things we should mention here. Yeah, as we kind of stated before, how about there was fucking incest in the goddamn movie, like, after, like Corey said, the slowest build-up and execution of a sex scene that I've ever seen. In not a porno. Yeah, in what well, may or may not have been a softcore porn. Character Saika reveals to Aki that they're actually twin sisters. Long-lost twin sisters that oh. were separated at birth, no less. Yeah, they were like Siamese twins. They both had like a mark on their chest. And it was supposed to be where they were like cut. And it's so creepy. Like, not only does she say that after they're done, you know, doing their thing, she then proceeds to call her big sister throughout the remainder of the movie. And it, like, doesn't affect Aki at all. It's so fucking weird. You know what we need now, Corey? What? A quote wars. Quote wars! Alright, Paul, go ahead. Start us off here. A boy had 1,000 yen and went out to buy apples and bananas. Apples were 30 yen each. Bananas were 20 yen each. If he bought five app five, please calculate the change he would get have gotten back. If he bought apples in sets of two and bananas in sets of three. I'll get some juice. All right, next, bananas. Those are bad for you. You might have a child one day. Oh, look, an apple. Are you an apple or are you a banana? Don't interfere with my experiment. Are we all out of apples? What happened to my clothes? I'll never get married now. Uh, that concludes this episode's edition of Quote Wars. Don't forget to tweet us at Bros. Find us on Facebook, our Facebook page, B-Movie, space B-R-O-S, Bros. And tell us which quote you like the best. Who won this quote war? Do you have any interest in seeing this movie? What was wrong with the doctor? Everything. So, yeah, get in touch with us. Let us know what you think. Let's move on to our final take here, Paul. In a score, just 1 to 10, 
Just as a reminder, our shot scale is a reverse scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to take to get through this movie? I really only needed two shots to get through this movie. Well, if we combined forces here, we'd have to take 10 shots because I gave this an 8 out of 10 on our shot scale. Now, just just tell me why you only need two to get through. Okay, so this movie was not what I was expecting, but that's really no reason to criticize it for that. I mean, I shouldn't have been expecting too much. I enjoyed the fact that I had no idea what was co- what was going to happen next, and the shock value of this movie was unparalleled. The twists were ridiculous, and the plot was just an excuse to have a ton of exploitation elements. The pacing was slow, and nothing really got explained ever. Um, I consider this less of a film and more of an experience you should bring upon um, unexpected friends. I think overall, I was just so shocked by what was going on that I completely ignored my drink, which is why it scored as low on the shot scale as it did. But I would still suggest this movie to any B-movie fan or just someone who wants to see something really like, what the fuck, and who's not who's not upset by the fact that this actually isn't a porn, hardcore, or soft porn, softcore. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Here we go. This movie had a simple premise set forth by the title. And thusly, I wanted to see an Asian girl swim team battling the undead. I was sorely disappointed that the actual swim team does very little fighting, more like just dying, and the action centers around a girl who isn't even part of the team. The story's pretty out there with the kidnapping, assassination training, and longing to become a regular teen, only to be pursued by the rich, crazy, and powerful Doctor, which is in love with the main character. This in and of itself would be okay, Execution's just all wrong, with all the plot twists, the main focus of the characters not being to survive, but to make it to tomorrow's swim meet. The gore and nudity are redeeming qualities, but even those have drawbacks. The gore isn't consistently outlandish or goofy looking, and the nudity seems so drawn out and forced that at times it becomes uninteresting and takes away from some of the power the movie's been building up in the preceding scenes. Especially when incest is pulled into the picture. And although the story doesn't move too slow, the movie doesn't overstay its welcome. The detractors really just had me not enjoying myself. Now, we know not everybody likes the same kind of shit that we do. So we like to give these movies an A-movie companion. Let's talk about something a little higher class. A little higher budget. An A-movie. For my A-movie companion, I'm going to go with Rambo, First Blood, also known as First Blood. Both movies featured a character who had lived a previous life killing or being trained to kill, and they were attempting to live a normal life afterwards. However, their past kind of caught up with them. Both films featured characters fighting against and killing people that, in most situations, would not be antagonists. Rambo fought police, he fought the National Guard, he fought regular people. Aki fought teachers and schoolgirls and scientists. Not people you would normally see getting into a brawl, but, you know, this situation kind of called for it. And both main characters in both movies started out in porn. Sasa Honda, who played Aki, is a well-known adult video star in Japan. Sylvester Stallone, who played Rambo, his first movie was called The Party at Kitty and Studs, later renamed The Italian Stallion after his fame 
from the Rocky series, and this movie showed sexual actions as well as full frontal nudity, i.e. porn. And that is why Rambo First Blood is just an A-movie version of Attack Girl Swim Team vs. the Undead. Solid arguments all around, especially the fact that it has multiple titles that people know it as, some which make a little more sense than others, like Rambo First Blood. It is a little more known than just First Blood, because you hear First Blood and you have no idea what people are talking about. Attack Girl Swim Team vs. the Undead also goes by you know, Undead Pool and Attack Girl Swim Team versus the Living Undead, which varying degrees of description for the movie. I'd have to say a good A-movie companion for this is the 2004 Lindsay Lohan epic Mean Girls. Both these movies take place mostly in a high school. You know, pretty obvious. You know, both are about a girl going to a new school. Both Aki and Katie, the main character played by Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls, befriend someone on their first day of school by skipping class. Both become part of a group which is superior to all those around them. The swim team being superior to the undead, and the plastics thinking they're superior to everyone around them. By the end of each movie, the group they become part of is dismantled, either by death or descent within its own ranks. Both movies have a math teacher in a prominent role. Attack Girl's swim team versus the undead has one as a killer. Mean Girls has one as a role model. And finally, both Lindsay Lohan and Sasa Honda were seen as sex symbols in their heyday. And that's why Mean Girls is just an A-movie version of Attack Girl Swim Team vs. the Undead. Actually, one thing I forgot. At the end of Mean Girls, there's a school-wide riot where everyone's beating each other up. In Attack Girl Swim Team vs. the Undead, there's a riot in the classroom with the math teacher where zombie students are, and regular students are beating each other up. So that's another, other. Co- another correlation. That kind of works. So Mean Girls and Rambo First Blood are some A-movie companions that you can check out if you don't want to sink to the lower class here and watch Attack Girl Swim Team vs. the Undead. I think it's time to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Paul will give you some drinking games. I will give you some drinking games. For me, every time someone dies, take a drink. Every time boobs, take a drink. Whenever incest, just just drink. Just drink until you feel you're ready to continue. Because fuck that. Not literally, that's disgusting. Glad he clarified that. Every time they mention going to the swim meet, take a drink. And of course, because it's Asian month, anytime panties or bras are exposed, take a drink. Every shower scene, drink. For every random plot twist you see, take a drink. And every time the doctor plays his erotic flute, take a drink. That sounded really wrong when I read that. If you would like to join us next week, you can listen to us talk about the movie Kowara Kashul, the 2005 Japanese comedy better known as Executive Koala. I think this one will be a treat. Oh, yeah. yeah so far, it's been Japanese and Cantonese horror movies this one's actually a comedy oh, I'm not sure what to think so we'll we're fin- in for something that's for sure so we'll finish out Asian culture month with a Japanese koala in executive koala so don't forget to follow us on twitter at bmoviebros and like us on facebook at 
B-Movie, space B-R-O-S, that's B-Movie Bros. And until we meet again, be brave, be alive, be back next week.